It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So if you are in uh, San, uh, San Jose this uh, this Friday, myself, uh, uh, Tony Rock, Sid the Entertainer, Ida Rodriguez, Ralph Barbosa are going to be at the SAP Center in San Jose. I'm very excited about that. Following week, I'm going to be in Greenville at the uh, Funny Bone, or Comedy, Comedy Zone. Zone in Greenville, in Greenville, <laughs> uh, South Carolina. I'm not doing very this. excited about it. <laughs> so- um, uh, yeah, I'm always going to be somewhere. So Yana Van Zandt said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished and dehumanized and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has in many instances is what he can do for somebody. To Nick Cannon, who should have been working as we spoke. Mm. Well, he was working, wasn't he? It, probably by the time Yala got up, she was pregnant by Nick. Oh, if Yala Van Zandt got her pregnant. <laughs> I mean, you know, remember you were talking about slow ones, slow, yeah, slow. Yeah. He ain't got those. He, he ain't got slow ones. At all. Um, uh, Skip, would you say that she had a point? I, I think there is a point. It, it's a it's an interesting concept because yes, every man wants to be able to take care of his family. Uh, you know, uh, every woman wants to be in a secure situation. I would think. I think the problem comes in is when they start putting parameters. Every every woman think, well, if if you ain't making you know five hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, it's the it's the doing, it's the amounts now. You, know, they're, you they're ain't better, doing yeah. this and you can't do nothing yeah. for me. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Uh, well, to be clear, depending on what female is saying that, there can be some validity to that. No, the ones now, I hear saying, I'm talking about the ones that, you know, work. We're not okay. talking about Jill Scott and Sherry Shepard. We're not there. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, equally yoked. Remember, not, we had this conversation. I don't even, I, yokes are bad for my cholesterol. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I ain't talking about rich women saying that. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Let's be clear. But but it is true. I, now, we, I was having this conversation when I grew up, and I'm sure many of us, we knew men that had families on the other side of town. Mm. And you didn't find out about it to the funeral. And they'd be like, hey, who that over look like daddy? Shut up. And the, and the mama would then be arguing in the parking lot. But the one thing that, that although that's nothing to be proud of, the one thing that man did was take care of both of those families. And I think that situation still exists, except the, the, both those families are taking care of the dude these days. Mm. Um, so do you think that Yana Van Zandt had it right when she said this? Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. Is she right? We're going to get your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. So, Yala Van Zandt uh, says that black men are devalued. Um, and only are uh, useful for what they can provide uh, or, or do, uh, which is true. We Songs, you can't do nothing. If you can't do whatever you've done for me, late me. A broke man can't do nothing for me. Like you, we, we, these, are, these are euphemistic. But. Yeah, but I also think to counter that, you have people saying, I'll pay your rent. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think men and do I'm the same baby thing. And I'm going to what they're going to do for a woman. So, <laughs> well, Babyface yeah. can say something like he that because he's in the it. studio. <laughs> right. he, ain't on the, he ain't on the construction line. He ain't like, breaking the street no. over. I get it, but we still hear it on the same um, station. Um, so what is that? You got to have a J-O-B if you want to be with me. And I think that that, I don't know where that, and again, I think that we have had a lot to do with the notion and the perception of us. And But I do think that you do, even to your society, like I have friends, and when I see a woman taking care of them, 
I, I look down on them a little bit. I do. I mean, don't, don't, and I don't want you to look at me like all my friends, but I'm just saying, yeah. when I see that, like I have a friend, he was married to a woman, and she would give him the money or the credit card so he could look like he was paying for it. And I'm mm. like, ugh. Mm. ugh. Now be quiet. Ain't <laughs> nobody asked you. Yeah, you, ain't, you, know, you don't say nothing but one time a month, and now this, that's what you wasted on. And, and no, it's not him. What are you doing? She hit bullseyes. What the hell is going on around here? Oh, great, great. Now I ain't got to have no friends. Uh, I'll save a ton of money. Uh, so what do you think, Junius? Do you think that y'all had a point? To a point, but if you think about it. Yana Manzan is here. What you yeah, say? based on society, uh, black men are dehumanized, dehumanized in spite of what they do. Because, you know, yeah. based on societal norms, yeah. uh, uh, stuff that we grew up, that black men ain't nothing, you know, the whole thing. You know, I don't care what you do. You can be, you know, you can be out without using the, the, the curse word, ton, uh, right. regardless. So, you know, it's the worst a- place for black people to live is in the imagination of white people. Exactly. It, it, and I don't care how come if you ever heard if you heard white people saw, talking about Obama and then you saw him, it wouldn't compute. You'd be like, this is not the dude they're talking about, right? No. Yeah. The Muslim terrorist, mm-hmm. racist, hater dude. Like, no. Because in, the, in their mind, and I think it's like that in any number where there are a lot of, uh, there, there are a lot of permutations of those kinds of things. That's why you the don't see him represented, you know, like, you know, no. except on Cheerios commercials every no. now and then, you know. It, but it, is also, it is also, it is also, it is also why um, I, I know a lot of men who finally got to retire, like they, the, the average black man lives 67, 68. And there's an attempt um, because, you know, they're talking about the viability of Social Security to to to, uh, to, to increase their age, to make it 72, which means because right now black men work hard paying the Social Security and die just just in time to make an old rich white woman four live yard for a long line. time. <laughs> she lives a long time. <laughs> it ain't it Just to make time. This Miss Harry, Miss Daisy living a long time of that they worked at the factory. But but we even die early. I, I, I've known men was so connected to what they do and I can't say that I would be any different that when they retire they die sure yeah. after they retire they die like I'm talking about weeks after they retire so that's like I'm never going <laughs> you don't got to worry about me <laughs> doing that you're lucky you don't have to because we die with dates on the books yeah yeah that's it that's, and, and when, when, when every comic that I we talked about in the past one of the things we all talked about was he died with dates on the books Witherspoon, Charlie, you know, whether, whether if you die with dates on the books, that means you were still going out and getting it. David uh, Arnold. David Arnold. died with dates on the mm. books. Uh, so the question we're asking, Yonla Van Sand said this. Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. Is she right? We're going to get your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, Yala Van Zandt said that black men are um, the are very, because we, we, we never have a problem talking about how what black women are depicted. 
and and how society views them and what they have to go through. But very rarely do I hear, particularly that comes. I was shocked that it came from a woman. <laughs> I was very shocked. But uh, she said that uh, men, black men, are dehumanized and only value by, by based on what they do. Uh, is she right? Uh, that was a question we're posing to you. Uh, we're going to the phones. Yes, man. I really truly believe that what they're saying is true. You know, like I see a lot of stuff going on and whatever, social media wise and everything. And I think that the black man is only love under conditions. You know what I'm saying? What she can do for his family or what she can do for a woman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like people dating and stuff. Like, they want to be taken out to certain areas, certain restaurants, certain places, and they won't sell them for less. Or so they're saying that if you don't do it, you're a simp, you're a wimp or whatever, or you're less than a man. So I, I really truly feel that dating has gone wrong. It's not like it used to be, like for our grandparents, like parents or whatever. And I feel like if you don't pay, if you don't, if you don't be the man that they want you to be and pay all the bills or whatever, that you're a simp. You know, you're less than a man. The black man has been devalued not just recently. The value of what a black man could do was the basis of this entire country being created. So. It's 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 not alarming whatsoever. We we put a price on how much a black man is valued, even as a father with child support court. Okay, so the only way that we can change that is that we show our black men how much they are valued and their actual value. But it's not just a man. The entire America is 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 seen as though if it costs more, it's worth more, and that's why we're failing as a country. I think we devalue ourselves based off of what we value the most, which is money. We go from working two, three jobs to selling drugs, whatever it takes to get money so we can spread our wings like a financial peacock so people can see us versus what we can provide when it comes to emotional or mental support and everything. It's all about what we can provide financially. So I think she has a point when it comes to that. I can't say blame it on white man or black man or whatever, but it just comes down to we have to get our priorities straight and be balanced And when it comes to being a man. And you know what the funny thing? I'm going to lay this out here for you. It's not even just black men. No. It's men. It's no what? It, mm. the, you got to have some hue to you. A poor Latin men work like that. They Thank work you. to death like that. Uh, 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 men from Africa work like I mean, so... And even poor rural white dudes work like that. Matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons, Noam Chomsky wrote an article, and it was, you know, you see these coal miners, rather than move, they'll pray for the coal mine to open up. Even if your identity is being sweaty and dark and risking black lung, you associated with that. So I don't think it's specific to, but I do think it's specific to people who had to struggle to get somewhere. Rich white dudes, they, they'll they just come up with another scheme. Yep. You know, Trump don't care. He just declared, declared bankruptcy, not pay nobody. Start Come up with some shoes. <laughs> All right. Man. We're going to take your, more of your calls in a bit. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, Iyana Van Zandt, we have our own units, Iyana Van Zandt, but this is the OG, and she said this. <laughs> Greatest crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts 
have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has if, in many instances is what he can do for somebody right. and how he can do it and how much he can do it and how much he earns doing it. I mean, I, I hear it and see it among young people in the relationships, you know, oh, you're going to get my nails done and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Right. You know, they've been demeaned and devalued and, and, and dehearted Right. To the point where they value themselves based on what they can do. All right. Do you agree? We're going to the phones. I think she got a point. But also, the black man is the most valuable thing in the world, more than gold. That's why we are always incarcerated and sold and enslaved because of our value, because of our work. She got a good point. But we will never, ever lose our value, man. First of all, I had to look at the context. She is talking to Nick Cannon, and no shade toward him, but he is not committed to one woman. I have been married for 25 years. My husband has always taken care of our family. He's an awesome black man. We work together. He is taking care of our family, and things are in the budget. Okay, so my hair, my nails, him going to the barber shop, going shopping, whatever else, our girls' college tuition, all of that stuff is in the budget. When you're married, you work together, okay, to do what you need to do. You cannot devalue a person who knows their value and their worth, okay? So if you know your worth as a black man, nobody can devalue that. If you want to get somebody's nails done, that's what you want to do. That's your business. However, nobody should be out here taking advantage of each other. And talking to Nick Cannon, he's not committed to one woman. So, yeah, they're looking for him to take care of them because he can. You know, definitely the, the man has been definitely been devalued by some, some women, you know. As a married man of myself and my wife, you know, we got together, we worked together, you know what I'm saying? So traditionally, we used to do things traditionally because at the end of the day, our grandparents and great-grandparents, you know, they had eight, nine, ten kids. So it was traditionally known better and economically-wise for the mother to stay home and raise the family while, you know, dad went out there and worked. So today's times, you know, like most of us now, I'm just speaking for myself, I sold into my wife. So she didn't have the education. And I made more money than her, so I was a breadwinner for a while. So now I sent her back to college. Now she makes more than me. So it's nothing wrong with it, but she now takes the biggest bill, and I take the lowest bill. But at the end of the day, I'm still providing. I'm still the leader, and I'm still protecting my family. All right, coming up, we got the streaming hack warrior, Alibo. It's on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review with Alibo, the streaming hack warrior. What's that, Alibo? It is still the Black History Month, so let us honor another few unsung African and American pioneers. First, we honor Mr. Levy A. Price from Virginia Beach and Virginia. In 1973, he was the first man to smack the taste out of someone's mouth. Uh-oh. <laughs> In 1964, Anita Wilson of Philadelphia and your Pennsylvanias was the first person to go to the grocery store with a shower cap still on her head. Uh-oh. <laughs> and in 19 and your 59, Mariana De Henry was the first person to take the plastic off the good furniture. I'm serious. <laughs> Today's movie, it will make your heart race like it is a runaway slave. The movie is 
man and where. Starting Dakota De Johnson. This is the newest Marvel movie everyone hasn't been waiting for. <laughs> In this movie, Cassandra Webb develops the power to see at the future. Forced to confront revelations about her past, she forges a relationship with three young women bound for powerful destinies. If they can all survive a deadly present danger. If she could see the future, why could she not stay out of danger, DL? Huh? She sees trouble on the subway? Get on the bus, woman! I'm serious! And the girls, she meets all of them. She teams up with them, and they all have the powers too. They all have some kind of Spider-Man power. So it's like four Spider-Girls. And the villain that's chasing them around? Guess who he is dressed like? A spider. Five spiders is enough in one movie. I feel like Samuel L. D. Jackson in Snakes on Your Plane. I'm sick of these spiders. Well, you know the rest. The movie is fast, it's fun, it's Marvel. If I could see into the future, I would never see this film again. I'm sitting. I give this movie two handouts and a matching can of bug spray. Uh-oh. This is Elibo, your hacking warrior, with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Uh-oh. <laughs>